Welcome into the Lifeline Morning Show. I'm Stephen. Thanks so much for hanging out with me. So I've got an inspiring quote for you this morning. One that I think is going to blow your socks off. Yeah, it's so good. Here it is. If your dreams do not scare you, then they're not big enough. (laughs) Think about that one for a second. If your dreams do not scare you, they are not big enough. Wow, you know, when we are kids, we have this amazing imagination. We're able to just dream up all kinds of stuff. And it seems as we get older, that's tamped down just a little bit. And we don't believe for big stuff anymore. But you know what? I read the Word of Life yesterday that talked about having faith and it being impossible to please God without faith. Well, faith comes into effect even with that imagination of yours. You know what? Maybe God's put a dream in your heart. Maybe you've looked at it and you're like, I have no idea how to make that happen. I don't have the resources. There's no way I can do that on my own. I think maybe that's your challenge. That might even be your purpose. Ooh, wow. What do you think about that? I love how the word of God really helps with this quote. You see in Ephesians chapter three, verse 20, it says, now all glory to God who was able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. So remember, if you have a dream today, you've got an amazing Heavenly Father who has all the resources necessary and all the connections that you need to make that thing happen. Maybe it's time for you to step out and take that first step and let people know about it. And as you step out, watch God put everything right in your path that you need. He's good like that. Trust him today, would you? Here's Ann Wilson with Sunday Sermons. You know, it's so funny because all those Bible stories that we read about, God makes a way where there seems to be no way. He's doing that in your life today as well. Seven years old, third Hey, just a reminder that today is election day. The polls open at 7 o'clock, so just wanted to make sure you're aware of that. Hope you're having a great morning so far. Here's Riley Clemens with For the Good, right here on the Lifeline Morning Show. It's so hard to not do because it's just so stinking cute. When your kid is growing up learning what things are called, sometimes they mess up those words. But it is some of the cutest stuff you've ever heard in your life, and you don't want to correct them. Uh, to this day, my daughter Grace, she's about to turn eight. She calls the refrigerator the frigilator. <laughs> we still think it's funny, but we know that'll have to change as she gets older. But I wonder if maybe you have been caught with that. You were never corrected as a kid. And so you still call it to this day that same thing. Uh, for instance, my wife Cassie, instead of calling the windshield wipers, windshield wipers, she calls them wind wipers that's it that's what she grew up calling them so with that in mind i came across kb and you see she has a pretty interesting story one that is likely to make you chuckle uh yeah it it made me laugh so here take a listen of her story dealing with this what is something you've said wrong your whole life and nobody corrected you because they thought it was so cute when you were younger okay So I grew up with a single dad. He would sometimes make up new names for common meals just to give them a little bit more pizzazz. So we grew up having super duper nights and we would eat what we called super dupers. So one night when I was 18, it was my 18th birthday, I was moving into my apartment. I had friends over helping me unpack and somebody said, what are we gonna have for dinner? And I said, I can make us some super dupers. Um, And everyone just kind of looked at each other and they're like, what's that? And I'm like, you know, you heat up the pan, you toast the bread with the butter, and then you put cheese in the middle and you like toast a sandwich with cheese in it. And they're like, do you mean grilled cheeses? Nobody else calls them super dupers. Wow. Yep. I think that one got her. So uh, I guess it's a cautionary tale, especially for me as well. Uh, Try to get my daughter to say the stuff right. But it's just so cute right now, you know? (laughs) Thanks for hanging out with me here on the Lifeline Morning Show. It was crazy. Yesterday on my way home from the studio, um, I I had to roll down the windows in my truck to kind of air it out a little bit. And when I did... 
I, the humidity just hit me like a ton of bricks. It's crazy. This weather is weird, but this is Alabama weather in November. So right now, it's uh, pretty warm out there. It's 60 in Bluntsville, 61 in Coleman, 62 right now in Scottsboro and Albertville, 64 already in Gunnersville. So, uh, yeah, uh, be be ready for some changing of the clothes between shorts and, and shirt and long sleeves and pants. and Anyway, it's one of those things. Your closet always gets a workout around here. All right, your forecast is brought to you by Bobby Buckman at First Choice Painting, LLC. Specializing in residential and commercial interior and exterior painting. His phone number is 256-477-3537. And they're on Facebook. Now your word of life. Today from Romans chapter 8, verse 18, in the New Living Translation of the Bible. Yet what we suffer now is nothing compared to the glory He will reveal to us later. What a promise. That's worth sharing with somebody. So why don't you? We've got it ready for you on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. And it's always at the top of our website, 885JFM.com. You can go to our website, click that On Now button, and uh, we can keep you company wherever you are. Hey, here's Zach Williams. Heaven help me. Hey, thanks for hanging out with me here on the Lifeline Morning Show. I want to give a big shout out to those people listening to us in Houston, Texas right now. Oh my goodness. Oh, congratulations to the Houston Astros taking home the World Series. Pretty cool stuff. Thank you for listening to us this morning. All right, just a little northwest from you over in Arizona, there is uh, a particular kind of frog. Yeah. So with the frog comes a certain kind of sound. You know... You're used to it, right? I mean, you remember those little wheels that turned when you were a kid? You pull the string. It says, cow goes moo. Dog goes woof woof. <laughs> Frog goes ribbit. <laughs> That's what you're used to. But no, out in Arizona, there's the Sonoran Desert Frog. You ever heard of this one before? It actually makes a distinct sound. I wonder if you've ever heard it before. Here, take a listen to this. This might be the first time you've ever heard one. Sounds like somebody had a terrible experience at Taco Bell, right? Yeah, it's making a tooting sound. Sometimes it can be a little lower, and it just it sounds like somebody has passed gas. And I think that is the origin of why we say, after passing gas, Oh my goodness, did you hear that? That's a Mississippi mud frog. <laughs> or I've called it um, an Alabama barking spider. I don't know the origin of that one, but with the the frog, that's where it comes from. The Sonoran Desert Toad. (laughs) It's making headlines right now. The uh, national parks, all the people over there are saying, hey, leave these frogs alone. They have toxins in their skin and they can be poisonous to you. So stop touching them. Yeah. And some weirdos are licking them. Uh, Why would you want to lick a toad? I've heard of kissing a frog to like, you know, get a prince, but... Lick, no, sorry. Oh, you know, my mom would, would kind of freak out. She'd be afraid that the the frog would pee on her. I mean, that, <laughs> that's what I grew up doing to my mom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't very kind to mom with, with frogs. But which what boy is, though, right? <laughs> Here's Cochran and Company with Thank God for Sunday morning right here on the Lifeline Morning Show. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out with me. I enjoy having fun with you. Hey, coming up at the top of the hour, we're going to have your car line competition. Your chance to win three gift cards. So I'm getting ready for this car line competition question off the top. And I'm working with centimeters here. And it's taking me back to math class. Do you remember looking at the chart and seeing the base unit? And underneath it was deci. And then centi and milli is underneath that. And micro and the nano. Yeah, it's it's crazy. All this stuff that you think you'll never use for the rest of your life, that you're learning in school, well, it pays off during the car line competition. <laughs> it could win you three gift cards coming up very, very soon. So stick around for now or seventh time down. God is on the move. Say it with me in three, two, one. Give me the horn. That's how we start the car line competition every weekday morning. Your chance to win three gift cards. One to the Caring Heart Thrift Store in Arab. One to Gunnersville Chick-fil-A. And one to Albertville Home Bakery. We want you to keep one, give two away, and even tell us who you're going to give them to so you can share some love on the radio. And don't be nervous because I take the phone calls while the songs are playing so I can go back and edit them and make you sound like a rock star on the radio. All right, it's a simple trivia game. I'll ask a question, give you the cue to call. You call me first. 
and correctly, and you're gonna win. <laughs> All right, so right now I'm thinking about measuring things, right? What do we use to measure things? Of course, you got a tape measure, you got a measuring wheel for those longer distances, shorter distances, maybe calipers. A micrometer works uh, for measuring stuff. How about a ruler? Yeah, a level? Well, that measures whether or not something is uh, level, right? You got a protractor. Those things were fun to use in school. You got scales. Yeah, a lot of us, we don't like weighing ourselves on scales. It makes us sad. We got thermometers that measure temperature, but here we go. We're taught some basic math equations in school that help us figure out certain things. So maybe you've encountered this before when you're talking about the perimeter of a shape. Yesterday, I tested you on the area, but today I'm testing you on the perimeter of this shape. Okay, so it's three centimeters wide by five centimeters long. It's a rectangle. So what is the perimeter of this shape? Is it eight centimeters squared, 15 centimeters squared, 16 centimeters, or 12 centimeters squared? Ooh. Kind of complicated, right? The number to call is 256-505-0885. Oh my goodness, I've already got a caller. Wow, Johnny on the spot. Hey, stay right there for me. I got your phone call captured. I'll be right with you to get your answer as I start this next song. Is Austin French and Good Feeling right here on the Lifeline Morning Show. Now dance a little bit. This one makes you want to move. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, who am I talking to? Everett. What's going on? Nothing really. Are you headed to school? Yes, sir. Is there anything you're looking forward to about school? Playing kickball. Oh, <laughs> that's always fun. Yeah, can you kick it really far? Mm-hmm. Nice. I love getting a hold of that thing and just booting it way out there. All right, so I got a question for you. Are you pretty good at math? Yes, sir. All right, we're going to talk about perimeter of a shape right now. Here's the question. What's the perimeter of a shape that's three centimeters wide by five centimeters long? Is it eight centimeters squared? 15 centimeters squared, 16 centimeters, or 12 centimeters squared? I think it's 16. Congratulations. You just won. Oh, my goodness. Hey, hey, you just won three gift cards. What do you think about that? Good. I think it's good, too. So we want you to keep one, give the other two away to two very special people. So who are those two people today? Jacob Mastin, my best friend. Nice. How long have you known Jacob? I've known him since, I think, kindergarten or first grade. Cool. What grade are you in now? Fifth grade. Oh, very cool. All right. And who's that other person? Owen Ewing. Cool. Tell me something special. Um, He's just really nice to me, <laughs> and we're good friends. Very cool. Thank you for sharing the love on the radio. It's so much fun. Man, you guys have such a big heart, and you're so smart. I hope you have a wonderful day at school. Always so much fun playing this car line competition. I'm telling you what, I hear from some pretty amazing people. And I'm ready to play again. I got another question here. Let me clear these phone lines. All right. And uh, here it is, your second question of the car line competition. All right. Which of these words has the least syllables? Relevant, achieve, individual, or occupy? 256 505 is the number to call. Again, which of these words has the least syllables? Relevant, achieve, individual, or occupy? I've got a caller. Hey, stay on the phone line with me while I start this next song. Now, while that last song was playing, when I first took the, uh, the first question, it was good feeling, right? And I got a message from Amanda Benefield saying my son was just dancing in the car line to that song. I thought, hey, that's awesome. So I'm going to play another one to dance to. It's Chris Tomlin, God's Great Dance Floor, right here on the Lifeline Morning Show. I I, I expect to see you bust a move. You know I can see you through the stereo, right? Yeah, I can see you moving and grooving and doing that little shoulder dance. (laughs) Turn it up. I saw you doing the floss. I did. did. That was hilarious. That that was very cool. I know you had to unbuckle in the car line to kind of get to moving, but that was worth it, wasn't it? And then mom, when she busted out the old dance moves, oh my gosh. And did I see a dab in there too? Oh, I love being able to see you through the stereo. Oh my goodness. Hey, I've got some more music for you. I got to edit that last call and then I'm going to get that on the air and then give you a chance to win some gift cards of your own coming up very shortly. Sound good? All right. More great music headed your way. I got Kane with Yes He Can right now, right here on the Lifeline Morning Show. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Who am I talking to? My name is Melissa. 
Melissa, what you up to today? I am headed to drop my daughter off at school, and then I'm going to work. Very cool. Well, Melissa, are you ready to have a little fun this morning? Absolutely. All right, I got a question for you. We're taking you back to English class. Probably, I don't know, second grade? We're talking about syllables. All right, which of these words has the least syllables? Relevant, achieve, individual, or occupy? Achieve. Achieve is correct. You have achieved success and uh, won three gift cards. What do you think about that? I think that's a blessing, sir. Yes. <laughs> awesome. All right. So we want you to keep one of these. Give the other two away to two very special people. Who are they going to be today? Um, I'm going to give two away to Mac and Terry Darnell. Okay. Tell me something special about them. They're incredible parents. They were incredible parent-in-laws. And they just lost their son. Um, so I just think something would help brighten their day. Wow. How recent did it happen? Thursday. Mm. Can we pray for him real quick? Please, yes. All right, let's do it. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, we ask you to be with these parents who've lost their son. Father, you know exactly what they're going through. You know how to comfort their hearts and give them peace that passes all understanding. This is a really hard time. But, Father, we ask for your peace right now, for your comfort. Holy Spirit, draw near to them. Help them to feel you all around them every waking moment to help them know they're not alone. Father, we thank you for it now. In Jesus' name, please touch their hearts. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for that. Oh, you're very welcome. Mm. Thank you for sharing that with us. All right, let me grab your address, and I'll get these gift cards sent your way. Sounds perfect. Got it. One last question for you. Yes, sir. Why do you listen to 88.5 JFM? Because I'm human, um, and I find myself um, going back into patterns of old stinking thinking when I'm not filling my mind with the Lord. So um, I feel like Christian music saves my life, honestly. Wow. Thank you for listening. You're the reason why we're here, Melissa. We appreciate you so much. You have a blessed day. You too. Bye. Bye. Well, Melissa, thank you for letting us know about that prayer request. I'm so glad we can join our faith together. And God listens. I've seen him work miracles through our prayers before. So please keep that family in your prayers as they're moving forward with the loss of their son. That's tough. Hey, tell you what, I've got some more car line competition coming up right after your weather and word of life. So stick around. We'll get to it very, very shortly. Who knows? You might just win three gift cards. One to Gunnersville Chick-fil-A, one to Albertville Home Bakery, and one to the Caring Heart Thrift Store. Stick around and we'll find out. All right, let's get back to this car line competition. I've got a question. Hmm, I wonder if you know the answer to it. If so, it might just score you three gift cards. Here we go. Which there is missing in this sentence. He turned to all the other men standing there in the frosty forest. Solid shadows in the blue-black of the night. Okay, so when I use the word there in this sentence, how is it spelled with an E-I, with an apostrophe R-E, or with an E-R? Ooh, so there are like three there's? Which there am I using in this sentence? One more time. Try not to make it too complicated. Which there am I using? He turned to all the other men standing there in the frosty forest. Solid shadows in the blue-black of the night. Is that word there spelled with an E-I? Is it spelled with an E-R? Or is it spelled with an apostrophe R-E? Hmm. 256-505-0885. I've got somebody on the phone line right now. Stay there for me for just a second while I start this next song. And I'll get your answer. We'll see if we can give you some gift cards. Here's Mercy Me with Then Christ Came right here on your 88.5 JFM, making your day better. You never quite know who you're going to talk with on the car line competition. Just so happens that the person who called in on that last question, well, it's kind of important that they know how to spell because they do something very important in the court system. Ooh, what could that be? Well, stick around and find out and then get your chance to win some gift cards as well right after the afters. And say goodbye, say hello, right here on the Lifeline Morning Show. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, who am I talking to? Christy Decker. All right, Christy. What you doing today? I'm headed to work. Headed to work? What are you doing that for? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's got to do it. Yeah, wouldn't it be nice if we didn't have to? 
Yes. That $1.9 billion jackpot on the Powerball sure is <laughs> <laughs> appealing right now. It's like, really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. All right. I digress. Here we go. There are three ways to spell there. And which way is it spelled in this sentence? He turned to all the other men standing there in the frosty forest. Solid shadows in the blue-black of the night. Is that there spelled with an E-I? Is it spelled with an E-R? Or is it spelled with an apostrophe R-E? T-H-E-R-E. That's exactly right. Yep. Somebody paid attention in language class. Congratulations. <laughs> well, thank you. Well, my career also is, uh, I have to know the difference between all of those as well. So Really? What do I you do? Pass up. I couldn't pass up calling in when I heard that one. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a court reporter. A court reporter. Cool. Okay, so do you have to type like in shorthand? Yes, it's shorthand. Wow, that is crazy. I've never quite understood how all that works. I just know those fingers are flying, right? Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. <laughs> wow. Well, thank you for what you do, and congratulations again. Now, we're giving you three gift cards. We want you to keep one, give the other two away to two very special people. So who are they for you today? Um, how about how about you keep them? Um, I know my kids call in quite a bit. <laughs> how about you keep them for you and your family? <laughs> well, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. I'd still love to hear about maybe one or two people. Just share some love with somebody here on the radio real quick. Uh, let's see. Um, how about Renee Suttles? She's a, a good friend of mine. Very cool. What? Trying time. Wow. That's great. Thank you so much for sharing the love. And thanks for calling in. And I love learning more about you. So a court reporter. That's pretty cool. Yeah. All, yeah. Right. All right. Well, thank you for listening. You're welcome. Thank you. Have a great day. Thanks, you do. All right, bye. Bye-bye. Very cool. And you know what? It pays to have a good friend during those trying times. It really helps a lot. So, yeah, good friend. We all need one of those, don't we? Mm. They make life a little better. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out with me here on the Lifeline Morning Show. You know I love having a blast doing this, right? I get as much fun out of asking the questions and giving away the stuff as you do calling in. So... Really, I've got to pinch myself every day. Is this real? Do I really get to do this? And a big thank you to the businesses who step up to make this happen, too. It, it wouldn't be possible without Chick-fil-A, or without Albert Home Bakery, without the Caring Heart Thrift Store in Arab. They have huge hearts. They wanted to get on board with what we're doing, and we're so glad that they did because it's making a difference right here in our listening area. Yeah, Speaking of our listening area, I don't know if you realize this, but we not only reach all of Marshall County, we reach into the seven surrounding counties as well. A pretty big area we cover. So we got all of Marshall into Coleman, Morgan, Madison, Jackson, DeKalb, Etowah, and Blunt counties as well. So we're always trying to reach more and more people. Let them know, hey, you know what? It's going to be okay. Life is worth living. Let's keep moving forward. You got this. Hey, we're here for you. Give you a little encouragement. You know what I mean? Because we all need that from time to time. Life's a lot better when we're doing it together. I'm glad we can do that with you here on 88.5 JFM. All right, tell you what, I've got another question here. You feel like winning? (laughs) If so, well, I wonder if you know the answer to this. Africa, Europe, and Asia are all what? Cities, villages, continents, or countries? 256-505-0885 is the number to call. Call me up. Let me know that right answer. Africa, Europe, and Asia are all what? Cities, villages, continents, or countries? 256-505-0885 is the number to call. Waiting on your call right now. In the meantime, you better believe i got more great music. Like the Robbie Say Band with Song of Hope. It's an oldie, but it's a goodie. And that phone is lighting up. Oh, my goodness. 88.5 JFM. Good morning. Hey, good morning, brother. What's up, Bobby Levine? How are you, my man? I'm doing okay. I can't complain. Just having a blast here in the studio. Oh, I can see that. <laughs> I can hear it, and I can feel it. What an honor to serve. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I, I, I've i had that opportunity, and uh, did the, the serve Saturday, back on Saturday, and then just... Uh, Looked for an opportunity, and you know how when you put something in the good Lord's hands, you better be careful because he might just do it, you know, and do it very well. So actually, uh, a few of us got together and uh, pulled together some extra furniture and took it to a young family down in Gadsden. Wow. A young lady uh, and her 
three sons are uh, having to get away from a, a violent situation and uh, basically had nothing. So good Lord gave us this opportunity and we just jumped on the bandwagon and made a lot of good love happen. It was just, uh, it was good to be a part of that. That's awesome, Bobby. So good. To be the hands and feet of Jesus feels pretty cool, doesn't it? Oh, it sure does. <laughs> I mean, it's The one thing that, that's hard to think about this, this time of year is generosity. You know, and uh, I've heard messages on generosity. And as we get concerned about budgets and not having enough for our own families, you know, it just changes the whole heart if you can just be generous in some way. Yeah. It really you can does. just take on this this positive attitude of how can I be generous? You know, and it doesn't have to be dollars and cents. That's right. It can be just generous with your time, generous with your your words and just a lot of different ways that cost you next to nothing except maybe a little bit of time and effort. Yeah. You're right. Hmm. All right, Bobby. Feel like having some fun? Absolutely. Got a question for you. Africa, Europe, and Asia are all what? Cities, villages, continents, or countries? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I have to think twice about that now. I was thinking, well, it's this for sure, but yeah. Africa, uh-huh. Asia, Europe. Well, well, yeah, it's because there's more than one country in some of those. Right. So there's got to be a continent. That's correct, sir. Congratulations. <laughs> you just wow. won three gift cards. Yep, somebody paid attention in school. The brain still is, is there, even though I've destroyed many brain cells <laughs> along the way. <laughs> and, you know, it's it slept a few times <laughs> since grade school. And how many years has it been since grade school, Bobby? Okay, I did third grade 55 years ago. Wow. How about that? Wow. Retaining all that knowledge, man. <laughs> That's good. Sometimes you got to dig really deep. You do, but it's still rattling around up there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Bobby, you know how this works. We're giving you three gift cards. I want you to keep one, give two away. Who are you giving them to? Well, my good friends, uh, Tim and Angie, they were part of this uh, this serving effort. My good friends that I've known for about three, three and a half years, and they just they just love to serve, and they just love to bless others, and I'm just getting right in the wake and moving right along in that direction. Very cool. Hey, be blessed and find a way to serve. That's right. Get out there, especially this time of year. That's right. Don't focus on me and my. Focus on serving others and being generous. That's the challenge. Thank you, Bobby. Yes, sir. All right. Be blessed. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. And that's a challenge I know we can all meet today. We can all face that one, can't we? That's good stuff right there. Be generous today. Find a way to make somebody else's day. Make their day just a little bit better. Hey, we're trying to do that every day here at the radio station. In fact, that's our slogan, making your day better. And I hope that we are living up to it every day. Expectations and pressure sometimes can be so crippling as we're trying to live our lives. We're trying to reach our dreams, trying to achieve some goals, but sometimes it's like we just keep falling time after time. Is it ever going to get easier? The answer is yes, if you have the right mindset. We'll talk about that mindset coming up next right here on the Lifeline Morning Show with a little help from the Alabama head coach, Nick Saban. Are you running around in circles with no place to go? Is there a person in the mirror you don't even know? Okay, so there's something that you have to know being here in Alabama. Maybe you just moved here, or maybe you're visiting, but I just need to let you know that football is huge here. College football, to be specific. We don't have an NFL team here, so we work with what we got. And so we either pull for Alabama or Auburn, and so I would advise you to probably go ahead and pick a side, and uh, you might have to change that side from time to time. (laughs) But anyway, I digress. Um, Let's talk a little bit about what happened this past Saturday in the Bama game. I don't know if you caught it. Here's a little taste. And Bama's got to get a stop or their playoff hopes are over. Wow. They still had an extra guy in the field. Barely get him off. Daniels for the win. Caught. It's good. 
LSU does it. Mason Taylor. Yeah. LSU pulled out the win just by one point. One point in overtime, right? I was watching the game. I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Bama fan. I want a Bama to win so bad. It's like we've already got one loss. We don't need two. What's going on? Yeah, sure enough, it happened. And you know what? That could be enough to really ruin your day, especially if you're on Alabama's football team. It's like you feel the loss. It's so personal, right? But honestly, I didn't see it. See, I watched a little bit of the after game as well. I didn't see any of the players crying. No. They just saw it for what it was. It was a bad loss in a football game. But here's the deal. That game prepares them for life. And I love that that's how Alabama head coach Nick Saban looks at it. In fact, he was doing a little press conference, taking a few questions from some reporters recently who asked him a very poignant question. And I absolutely love his response. Here, take a listen to this and see if you might be able to use this in your life today. Always talk about playing to the Alabama standard. Is there maybe something you can pinpoint with this team that maybe they haven't lived up to that quite? Well, you know, first of all, I don't think it's really fair to the team uh, to create the kind of expectations that get created you know, for the team before they ever have a body of work. Uh, but that's kind of the nature of the beast in this day and age. Uh, you put pressure on yourself, whatever it is, which means you're really focused on outcomes, not process. And I think that's the biggest thing that we got to get our players back to do. When I say you got to focus on what it takes to win and enjoy winning, that's what I'm talking about. I, I've done, I guess, a pretty average job of getting our players out of that mode. You know, the pyramid downstairs doesn't say win the SEC championship. It doesn't say win the national championship. It says be a champion. And these are the things that you have to do to be a champion. And if you can do those things, you have a chance to win a championship. All right. So if your focus is on the championship, then are you really focused on doing the things you need to do to get there? Wow. It's focusing on all the things you need to do to get you there. Not focusing on the end outcome, but focusing on the process. I love that. I think we all could learn something from those words. What do you think? Yeah? Hey, I've got an amazing song for you right now. It's called Good Fight. It's from Unspoken. Turn it up. Nine months seems like a really long time, but really, when it comes down to it, it comes and goes before you know it. But there's a lot of preparation that has to be made to welcome that new member of the family. And that's exactly what Chris and Lauren were getting ready to do. Let me tell you, they weren't just welcoming one. No, they were welcoming twins. So in all the preparations, uh, one particular thing became very important after they got to the hospital. So what is in a name? Let's talk about it. Coming up here on the show, after your weather and word of life, they're right after Fill My Cup by Andrew Ripp. Stick around and we'll get to it coming up shortly. Hey, thanks for hanging out with me this morning. Nine months. It seems like a long time, but really, it comes and goes before you even know it. Now, for the guy, it's uh, a lot less noticeable than for the lady because the entire time, Mom, you're growing Yep, that little bundle of joys on the inside of you. You can feel him or her kicking around and twisting and turning. And, of course, all the swelling that happens. Uh, maybe you had cankles by the end of it. Yeah, the calf and the ankle just kind of combined. <laughs> that was my wife, by the way. Yeah, her legs were swollen like crazy. But a lot of preparation went into getting ready to welcome that bundle of joy. And for these two people, well, that bundle of joy wasn't just one bundle. No, it was two. <laughs> I love it. Yep, Lauren and Chris Meehan, they were getting ready to welcome twins. And they were in Denver, Colorado, there at the Rose Medical Center. And you know what? Part of the preparation that goes into having a baby is determining what you're going to call them. So for these two... What were their names going to be? Well, that was the question asked of them by the staff there that were taking care of them before the babies arrived. They were just wondering, do you already have names picked out? And that's where things took a turn. <laughs> Take a listen to this. The nurses had asked um, in the room if we had picked out names yet. We 
stopped and we were like, yep, we liked Emma and Julia and kind of the room got kind of quiet. They all looked around and everyone started to giggle because we found out that the two nurses that were going to take care of the babies when they did come were both Emma and Julia. So it was just a nice moment in the craziness that was about to happen to kind of just stop and appreciate that little moment of joy and knowing that like we picked the right names, we were in the right spot at the right time. So... (laughs) I love that because there's a lot that goes into a name and they just happened to choose the names of the nurses that were getting ready to take care of these kids. Oh my gosh. It's so cool. It's like, wow, that's a great start because from the get go, I mean, there's meaning in that, in those two names, right? Because they're going to be just as compassionate, just as caring as the two nurses that are getting ready to take care of them. I thought it was so cool. And so did the nurses. Here's what they had to say. I think we were just so excited. Yeah. We couldn't believe it. I feel like it's pretty rare to have that coincidence in general, and especially with twins and two nurses. That just doesn't happen around here. Uh, Pretty cool stuff. One of those stories I just had to share with you because it might seem like a coincidence, but I think maybe there was a, a bigger picture than we're all and we're all seeing, you know, I don't believe things happen for no reason. I think there's a reason for everything. And that was just cool, wasn't it? Yeah. Hey, thanks for hanging out with me. You're on the Lifeline Morning Show. How about I play you some new music from Micah Tyler? It's called I See Grace right here on the Lifeline Morning Show on your 88.5 JFM, making your day better. Let's be honest, work can be a very frustrating place, can't it? Because the better you get at something, the more valuable you become. At least that's how it's supposed to work, right? But sometimes it just doesn't turn out that way. In fact, sometimes you can't get ahead because you're so good at that position, they don't want to advance you further. Oh, ever been there before? I have. So let's talk about that. What one guy did to kind of help help himself out of that situation that uh, might speak to your heart coming up here on the show. So we'll do that right after your weather and word of life that are coming up very shortly. Okay, so the long and short of it is uh, work can be frustrating. I mean, honestly, seriously. Has your workplace ever become frustrating before? <laughs> yeah. Being a good, hardworking employee who always goes above and beyond doesn't mean that you'll be appreciated or compensated for your efforts. I'm sorry, that's just the long and short of it. Sometimes you're too good for your own good. <laughs> it's happened to me before where I got so good at a job, I couldn't advance any further because they said, but Steven, you're so good at that. It's like, yeah, I know, but there's room for advancement. There's better pay and there's another position. I'd love to climb this ladder, but they wouldn't let me. It wasn't fun. You ever been there before? Yeah, well, I, I ran into this guy who's got a similar story. And uh, in fact, his boss got a little cocky with him. So here's what's going on. So this guy is working at a startup firm, right? He is a mechanical engineer and he's helping out with all kinds of stuff around the office. Now, because it's a startup, they had very few people qualified to do a lot of things. So this guy basically became the number one right-hand man to the boss because he took on so many other responsibilities besides his primary responsibility in a volunteer capacity. So he wasn't getting paid for all this extra side work that he was doing. It wasn't in his job description. And as time rocked on, well, he was really advancing. He thought, hey, you know, this is working out all right. Yeah, everything's going great. That is until his boss decided that he wanted his website for the company to be revamped. So he got in touch with his own nephew who just recently had uh, had graduated college and asked the nephew to, hey, put something together for me. I want to see what you can do. And so the boss was very underwhelmed by what his nephew showed him. And that's when he found out that this uh, number one right-hand man employee also knew a little something about coding. And so he let him go ahead and try to revamp the website. Now, keep in mind that the boss knew this was happening. A little extra on this guy's plate, right? Well, as he did it, it took about a week to really line everything up, get a framework going, and then be able to hand it off to the nephew to build from scratch. But it was a lot of work, a lot of time, a lot of effort that had to go into building the website. And while he was doing this, per his boss's request, all of his other responsibilities started piling up. Yeah. And when the boss found out what was going on with that, he called him into his office and said, Hey, I don't understand what's going on. Why is all this other stuff 
piling up. Why aren't you tending to all this stuff? He said, well, I thought you wanted me to work on the website. And so it was like a catch-22. It's like, I'm trying to be productive. I'm trying to show you that I care. I'm trying to advance the company. But at the same time, it's like I can't win for losing because you're on me now about these other responsibilities, which I know I can catch up with. It'll take me a little while, but I can catch up with them. The boss was not happy. And the boss said, well, you know what? Maybe you should just quit. Yeah. And find out what it's like not having a job that pays you well. Whoa. Let's just say that was a little too far for this number one right-hand man who decided to go ahead and put in his resignation. And he went home. Yep, the boss called him a couple times, said, hey, I want you to uh, I want you to change your mind. I want you to come back to work. But he had decided, nope, this has been too much of my time. I'm giving him myself way too much. And there's no room for improvement or advancement. And I don't feel appreciated. So he decided to stick to his guns. Guess what he did? Well, he found a job in um, coding, building websites, things like that. And he's happy that he did. See, he complied with his boss. He went ahead and took his advice and quit that job. But the new job he landed in, guess what? He was making 300 times the amount he was making at that old job. And he's a lot happier. (laughs) So the moral of this story is treat your people good. Oh, my goodness. If you've got somebody working for you who is just going above and beyond, doing the best they can, and they're, they're living up to the biblical standard. Which biblical standard? Colossians 3, 23 and 24. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. So, yeah, you got somebody doing that? It's good to reward them. It's good to let them know that you appreciate them. Because honestly, that person who's doing that great job, well, they're learning as they go at the same time. And you never know when they might just jump ship. So be careful with that and really treat your employees like a team. And let me just go ahead and, and parallel this to church. If you've got some amazing people who are very skilled with what they do and they are helping in your church, I would I would urge you, give them a little appreciation. Let them know that you see their value from time to time. It goes a long way. Yeah, uh, church hurt is pretty rough. And so don't let that happen. But, you know, this is something we can really parallel to the rest of our lives. We see somebody brings value to our lives. We need to let them know how valuable they are. You know what I mean? All right. Thanks so much for hanging out with me here on the Lifeline Morning Show. And I know we can find ways to let those people know how much they mean to us. There are so many ways to do it. And it doesn't have to be through financials. It can be through other things. Oh, sometimes a smile goes a long way. A pat on the back saying, hey, you're doing a great job. You don't know how much that helps. So just a few ideas for you. Thanks for hanging out with me. Here's Toby Mac and Blessing Offer with The Goodness. Right here on the Lifeline Morning Show. On your 88.5 JFM, making your day better. I'm going to put you onto a trend that's really taken off right now, getting millions and millions of views right now on TikTok. It involves two phones and your little one. And let me tell you, it'll give you the warm and fuzzies. Oh my gosh, I'll tell you how to do it coming up next, right at the top of the hour. So stick around, you are going to love this. But first, Mercy Me and John Rubin. Grace got you, right here on the Lifeline Morning Show. On your 88.5 JFM, making your day better. Stick around. So our smartphones and tablets have become the go-to for entertainment in recent years. I don't know if you've noticed this. Mom and dad, have you noticed your little one kind of gravitating toward that device? Yep, maybe watching YouTube Kids or maybe some learning app or some other videos. Maybe Disney Plus. You let them kind of, you know, entertain themselves with the phone for a little while. Maybe they play Roblox or uh, maybe Minecraft. My daughter does all that. So, you know, it makes sense that more and more kids are kind of gravitating toward it as it's becoming more and more popular because there are even youngsters now making a living as YouTubers and content creators. So when your kid has the chance to kind of, I don't know, contribute to making something to put online, they usually will jump at it. My daughter asks me all the time, hey, can I do a YouTube Hey, can I, can I do a TikTok? <laughs> Sometimes we really have a lot of fun with it. And she does some cool dances and things that we'll post, right? So here's the deal. Uh, there's a trend going on TikTok right now. And I'm going to tell you how to do it. And the payoff is amazing. 
You will love this. So it takes two smartphones or two tablets. Basically, you're going to want to record the room that you're in with one of them. So you go ahead and set it up. You bring in the tablet, smart device, whatever it is. You bring it in and you start recording video in the direction where you're bringing your little one to record the content, right? And then you call them into the room and say, hey, I need you to help me with something. And what you're doing is you are making sure that that phone that you're handing them is recording but it's not recording on the back lens. and Instead, it's recording the front-facing camera. So instead of them recording you, they're actually recording themselves. And you start up the music. And you start this whole deal, right? On TikTok, you can do that. So you start the music up, you start recording, and you act out the song, right? It could be some of the silliest things you've ever done. But you're acting it out, and you're being really funny, really silly. But here's the deal. The whole time that camera is recording their reaction to what you're doing it is one of the purest most fun videos i've seen in a long time on social media chance burns did it he's got 1.9 million views on this one and just the joy on his little girl's face as she is helping dad record a video to put online is just priceless the smiles, the wide-eyed, just happiness all over this little girl's face. Oh, it's a memory that you can hold on to. So if you want to jump on this trend, I encourage you to check it out. It's so much fun. It's a great way to really capture a memory and laugh and just feel the warm and fuzzies. Because there's just something about your little one that just fills your heart, right? And to see them happy, to see them smiling, to see that good emotion on them makes you feel good so i think that's the reason why it's taken off so well anyway that is the challenge that is the trend right now over on tiktok <laughs> it makes you want to smile your sidewalk profits with a song called smile turn it up it's real good when we're looking for advice we want to hear from somebody who's been there and done that who's been highly successful right so i came across this quote and it's a little advice for all of us from somebody who's been highly successful he said i can accept failure Everyone fails at something, but I can't accept not trying. Who said that? Michael Jordan. Some people consider him to be the best to ever play the game of basketball. Highly successful, right? But let's unpack this for just a second, because just at face value, this can seem like a negative thing. Accepting failure? I mean, really? Should we do that? Well, here's the deal. Failure is a part of life. Everyone experiences it at some point. But it's how we learn and grow from our mistakes that counts. For example, I can accept failure because it means I'm trying new things and taking risks. Without failure, we would never know what we're truly capable of achieving. But what I can't accept is not trying. If we never take risks or put ourselves out there, we'll never know what could have been. Life is too short to play it safe all the time. Sooner or later, you have to take a leap of faith and see where it takes you. Who knows? You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of accomplishing. <laughs> yeah, because you are not doing it alone. Your Heavenly Father is in your corner. He's got your back. He's working all things together for your good. So maybe today is your day to try. Maybe today is your day to take that leap of faith and believe that, hey, you're going to land somewhere and it's going to be a good experience. Try it today. See if it doesn't make your day just a little bit better. In the meantime, more great music. Dan Bremnes with Hold You Tight. I think it's time for us to reclaim the wide-eyed wonder that was the ice cream truck. When you heard that sound, you knew what was coming, and you made a mad dash for the road because you wanted some kind of sweet treat, right? Well, I think maybe we could bring that back. I've got a couple ideas. Uh, stick around. I'll share them with you coming up after Lauren Daigle. And you say, let's just say, these are going to make you happy. Very, very happy. <laughs> yeah. Stick around. I was perusing TikTok and came across an amazing idea. This lady, I think, is really onto something because we have lost that wonder that was the ice cream truck as we become adults. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's still fun to be out with our kids and hear the ice cream truck coming and see them get excited. But there needs to be something that gets us that excited too, right? And why is it that it's only ice cream trucks why can't we have other kinds of trucks this lady i think is really on to something i said this to my husband the other day why isn't there 
a muffin man who comes around like the ice cream man. Because, like, I could use a muffin or a cupcake in the middle of the day and maybe be like, ooh, I need a loaf of bread for dinner. And I would just run out there and buy him from the muffin man. Useful. Practical. I mean, who couldn't use a muffin or a cupcake in the middle of the day, right? But I guess the only music you'd really could use it would be appropriate do you know the muffin man over and over again that kind of get annoying but at least you'd know it was the muffin man outside and now we've got all kinds of food trucks lots of times they set up and they're there for what a couple hours you can go up and get your stuff but what if instead of an ice cream truck we had a muffin man truck or maybe even since today is tuesday we could have a taco truck and the mariachi band will be pulled behind the truck playing this music so that you knew that the taco truck was coming. And not only tacos, we're talking about some good, authentic Mexican food. We're talking about some tamales. Oh, how about some chilaquiles? Oh, how about some quesadillas? Delicious, right? And uh, maybe even some, what's another one? Hmm, burritos, yeah. A chimichanga would be good. Yeah, uh-huh. So uh, just an idea. It is Taco Tuesday, so why not? Here's Matt Marr, Joyful Noise. Now I'm hungry. And I brought casserole for lunch. I think I'd be going to the Mexican place. <laughs> How about you? So I was just talking about uh, bringing, you know, maybe a taco truck. Actually having them drive around. And you can hear the sound of the mariachi band being pulled on the trailer behind them. You come out and get some good, authentic Mexican food. I think that'd be amazing. Because there was this lady who said, hey, I think we need a muffin man truck. That way, if I want a cupcake or a, a muffin... In the middle of the day, I can just go out and get one when he pulls up. I think that's great. Well, guess what? I heard from Miss Mary Ellis, and she told me she wishes that there were a music truck. They'd just be blasting some good music going up and down the streets. Oh, she said, that would be so good. And I agree with her. Yeah, some really good music to make you feel good because music is the universal language. I love that. And I love Miss Mary. Thanks for calling in, Miss Mary. Here's Ryan Stevenson with No Matter What. I don't know who needs to hear this today, but you got to stay for this one. Worry does not take away tomorrow's troubles. It takes away today's peace. One final thought to leave with you today. It's what I started the show off with, but it is so good. I thought I've just got to tell it to you one more time. Here it is, your inspiring quote. If your dreams do not scare you, they are not big enough. Oh, man. Man, that one, it's a lot to unpack, right? Because, hey, you know, imagination is huge. Sometimes God puts something on the inside of us. We can imagine it, but it's like we feel totally incapable of making it happen. But you know what? Maybe that is given to you by God as part of your purpose. So why not step out in faith? And the person who said that, by the way, is Ellen Johnson Sirleaf. Yeah, a pretty important and influential person. Uh, Liberia's first female president. She overcame a lot of adversity to reach that position. And so she knows a thing or two about that. <laughs> let that inspire you today and let this inspire you as well. It's a little scripture that goes along with it. Now, all glory to God, who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Think about that for a second. I love the way the NIV says it. It says, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. That's Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. That power is at work within you. Remember that today. All right? Dream big and then let him help you take that next step to start making that dream a reality. Hey, I'll see you right back here tomorrow from 6 to 10 for another Lifeline Morning Show. See you then.